Today we heard about, well, what we thought was maybe the worst Valentine's Day in history. And then the wicker furniture topped. <laughs> that showed up and took center stage. Yikes. Um, very interesting. Maybe it's just me today. At least I thought so anyway. Mm, so about a bird that didn't land for 10 months. And Zenzen picked sides <laughs> in here. They had to. Spit in my face. Uh, you'll hear about it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Work wants my friend to stay with me. That's what we have up today in the HR Files as we are joined by Brian Zenzen, our human resources guy. Hey, Brian. Always a pleasure to be here with you, too. Now, this came into the DMs on the Kelly Wood Instagram page. I'm going to keep people's names out because I don't want anybody to get in trouble at work. As we always do. Now, this person's company is a nationwide company, and they're having someone come in. Now, they're apparently friends with this person. They've worked with each other and stuff. Mm -hmm. And work has approached our employee and said, hey, since they're coming in, you guys are friends. Can they just go ahead and shack up with you instead (laughs) of of getting a hotel room for two weeks? Now, our employee says, look, right now they're kind of going through it, as every company is right now. Yeah. And they want to help out, but they really don't want to work with this person and then have them stay with this person for two weeks. That'd be so weird. Is there a way in Brian Zinzin's HR way Uh that they can get out of this? Huh. (laughs) Well, I don't think there's, I mean, I know there's nothing saying that the, your employer can't force someone to stay at your house. That's actually against the Bill of Rights, if I'm not correct. Uh, Personally, if this was me, I'll just go on my personal side. If you've got kids and you got married, like, hey, this is... This is Bill. To be fair, they they are not married. Both of these people are single. Okay. I mean, that makes it a little bit easier, but still it's like... And they are the same sex, so it's not like a boy shacking up with a female. Yeah, yeah. And the company, company, yeah. I mean, that that whole thing, that could be... I assumed that, you know, Mm -hmm. I've wrong wrong for me to assume, but you... The company would maybe be putting themselves in hot water if it was the other, like, opposite sex and something happens... I mean, something still bad could happen with this, but like, yeah, it makes it a little bit easier if they're both single. Because, like, personally, if I have kids or my wife wouldn't be cool with it or whatever. Honestly, um, kids are a great get out of jail free card. Is there something you don't want to do? Absolutely, kids, kids got something. But you on. still kids. have. How does the company know like how you're set up? Maybe, maybe you live in a one bedroom place. Like, well, you probably shouldn't be sleeping on the couch and only got one bathroom, and it's just, it's not a good setup. Like they don't know where you live. What are they going to come inspect it? Okay. What if it was? What if it was a property that your company was paying for? Because Ooh. at a radio station yeah. I used to work at, uh-huh. the, there was an apartment upstairs, yeah. and that's where the GM stayed because he lived, he lived far away. Whatever. Now, what if I would have said, "Hey, I need a place to stay." Could they? Have, could they have forced him then to let me stay with him? Well, if it's not, I mean, it's a com- it's a company place, right? So if it's a two-bedroom place, like, yeah, this is the company's place. We're allowing you to stay here. Now we're having someone else use that bedroom. Right. That could that could be something. That's um, not your home. Right. Yeah. Right. No, it's it's given to you by the company. It's just it, like it's not given car. to you. It's yeah. you're, you're allowing to use it. Yeah. I mean, it might be off-putting to have to say no to the company. They can't force you to have somebody stay in your place. Yeah. That just seems kind of tacky. I, that's what I'm thinking. The re- so I guess like the company, if you would look at it maybe two different ways, one, they would maybe want to save expenses, but maybe being that this person is from outside the country, they want to have someone with them. You put them up in the hotel room. I'll get them to and from work every day. Something like that. That's fair. Yeah, help but- out. Now, Zenzen, in your HR way, if in this room between Kelly, myself and Brian Riley, uh-huh. Who would you most want to stay with? <laughs> if you had to shack up on like a road trip. Not you, would. Oh, number one. That hurts. 
Um, well, because he's heard the stories of our escapades. Yeah. Maybe Kelly's just a little sensitive. I'm just saying. I know. I just I, look. I can only handle so much nudity in a weekend. I think from another it would man. be. I Get think comfortable it, with the male body, please. I think if if I had to I rank him, comfortable with mine. If I had to rank it, Brian would be number one. Oh man. Oh. Kelly, Kelly would I'm always a good be. Time. Kelly would always be asking if everything's okay. Right. And I got an aunt like that. Are you mad at me? And yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, but Kelly. I care. You know, you're a great guy. I just Brian. May I feel like he'd just keep to himself. I'm very clean um, too. I'm very clean. But and, between Kelly, and now, you're going Kelly. Oh yeah. Oh, what is a tough? Dude, what I is a tough eat. stay? I gotta be honest. What is a tough stay? I just imagine you. There's walk, so much nudity. I just don't like all the. nudity. I just imagine you walking around in Barely. whitey t- whitey tidies. No. Nope. And that nope. was the first 18 whitey years of my life. Be a nice change of pace. A boxer briefs or a towel. Still, if I need to air that's out. That's not any better. Honestly, it's not any better. It might be worse. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you got to get comfortable with the human body. I am. Absolutely, I'm comfortable with the human body, but... Just not yours. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you guys hurt? <laughs> you brought up the question. I did. I you should have known it might not go your way. I thought Zinzin and I were tight. <laughs> he wants to keep it that way. Hey, That's you know what? He... If we got like a villa with separate living areas, maybe we shared a common area. Yeah, when we went to Wisconsin Dells, that was fine. Of course, there was children around, so you weren't about to act the way you act around me. You slowed it down for the children. Your wife was making eyes. She wanted the full show. Oh, Brian Zinzin's still here. Yikes. All right, did we get to the bottom of this one? Uh, yeah, it's so pretty much still work to pound sand. I would say there are certain things that make me uncomfortable to have someone stay in my home. If it's a matter of transportation, I would gladly drive them around for the week, get them to and from work, maybe take them out for dinner on the company dime. Nice. Not, this is not... Me Water. doing this. Just have Wood come stay with you, man. They will be like, nope, I can't stay here. Right. Welcome to America, buddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Brian Zenzen. It's always a pleasure to have you in here. All you right. need to salute that flag if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we my God. We will do it again next week in the HR file. Kelly and Wood. All right. It's time to play Win the Intern's Lunch. We asked Sandro some questions about state capitals. And Heather, are you ready to play? Value of your home. Do I get to win the intern's lunch? Yes. Come on. I don't know. Do you think that you'll know if Sandro gets the answers right or wrong? Yes, I will. All right. Yeah. So we did state capitals on this one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay good. No, you don't have to know them. Right. You, you don't have to know. Only you have to guess if yeah. Sandra will know them or not. Right. Yeah. All right. Wood, what was the first state capital that Sandra was asked about? We asked him about the wonderful state of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Will he know the state capital of Pennsylvania? Yes or no? Uh, that one's kind of easy. I'm going to go with no, though. No? All right, let's see what no. Sandro. Let's see what Sandro said. Here we go. What is the capital of the state of Pennsylvania? Holy cow! Do you know this? I know it. Oh. I'm awesome at state capitals. Don't stop. Um, damn. See, I'm, I'm reaching far out. Is it Pennsylvania? Yeah. Uh, is, is is Pittsburgh? Uh, Pittsburgh is a city in Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh, PA. Kelly, uh, you, is that right or wrong? I'm saying Pittsburgh. I, I don't, is it Transylvania? <laughs> <laughs> that's Romania, isn't it? That's, that's in Europe. <laughs> We're looking for Harrisburg, gentlemen. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, <laughs> not a good look for anyone on that one. Sandro did not, right. Sandro did not know that one, so you got that one correct. Now, our second state here oh. is... Florida. Now you got to get two out of three right. Will Sandro know the state capital of Florida? Um, 
No. You don't think so? All right, let's see what Sandro said. I don't said. think he's going to know any of this. <laughs> Ooh, all right. It's tough. It's a tough game. All right, here we go. Ready? What is the state capital of Florida? Tallahassee. Ooh, is that correct? Is that right, Kelly Jordan? I don't know. <laughs> it is. Trust me on this. How'd you know it has that? To be. Well, is I'm a- the man of the world, you know? <laughs> You're the world man. <laughs> he nailed that one quick. That was too. real quick. Uh-oh. <laughs> now this is getting dangerous because you got to get best two out of three, okay? Uh, okay. The last one that we asked him was what, Wood? The Lone Star State, Texas. Tejas. Well, he know the capital of Texas. Now I'm uh, in New Florida. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You think you will? All right. Come let's, on. let's see what Sandra said. What? I'm just I'm giving him some go. Like, yes. All right. Go. You All right. This. Let's see what he said. What is the state capital of Texas? Ooh. This is one I actually think Kelly will know. Yeah, well, I lived there for almost 20 years. You got Minnesota wrong um, yesterday. <laughs> I did. This ain't about me. This is about oh, Central. No. See, I, it runs smoothly in my mouth, on my tongue, so I'm saying Austin, Texas. No. Mm, uh, man. So, so there's Austin, there's Dallas. I know the big ones. Um, Houston, Texas. It's a big one. Gosh. No, I'm saying Austin. Final answer. Yeah. Houston's what, the fourth biggest city in the United States? Yeah, Houston's gigantic. And then Dallas is the fifth largest city in the country. Fort Worth, too. Yeah. But Austin is the Yeah! <laughs> he got it, hey, man. Oh, what a and hats off to you because you got inside his mind. You won the intern's lunch. Kelly Wood. Earlier, I was talking about kind of a chaotic start to my Valentine's Day yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, someone was texting with you, Wood, saying that yeah, maybe Kelly's was chaotic, but mine was terrible. Yeah, Clarissa's a fantastic texter. Texts in a lot, and okay. uh, she gave me a few details, and I just said, "Could you come on and tell us this show?" Right. And God bless her for coming on with us. So, Clarissa, give us the whole rundown. What happened yesterday? What made it such a bad Valentine's Day? So, okay. So, I work at a restaurant, and I switched my shift so I could work during lunch, and my boyfriend works at the same restaurant, and he didn't work that day. So, I'm all excited, thinking he has planned something, and he clearly isn't working that day, so... I, like, packed a bag of clothes so I could go to his house, shower, and get dressed up. And so I, like, get to his place, shower, do my hair, makeup, the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. What's the plan? He had no plan. Not a restaurant reservation, not flowers, not a card, not chocolate. Nothing. Well, hold on a second now. Did he know that you had switched your shift? Because did he still assume wow. that? Wow. Hold on. Wait, we got to get all sides here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did, did yeah. he assume that you were I, working last night and that's why? No, he, he knew. He knew. Like, I had made it very clear. Like, I was like, it's Valentine's Day. I asked for some favor. I switched some things around. We'll have the night to spend together. Like, and he did nothing. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Not even so a gift. So I get out of the Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Yeah, no gift. Nothing. 
Not even a gas station, last minute, Hail Mary, here's a, a chocolate rose wrapped in aluminum foil gift. No, not even a Hershey's chocolate kiss. Nothing. Like, nothing. So I get out of the shower, hair all done, and I'm like, where are we going? I learn that I have no gifts, no flowers, nothing. And then I go into the living room, and all of his guy friends are there. Um, and they had decided that they were going to go drinking. And so the plan was to go bar hopping with his guy friends. Yikes. How long have you been with this yeah, guy? I was about to ask. Two years. Two years and the romance is already gone? <laughs> what? Two years. Now, you, did you, you had stuff for him, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had chocolates and I had gift cards and I had taken the time to write a really nice card and yep, no, I I went all out, but just one of us did. What did he say when you when you gave him all his stuff? And he's just got nothing to give you. He he said thank you and said how awful and nice it was. Um and then asked me if I was excited to go bar hopping with his friends and he said we might go to the movie. Uh, may I make an observation here, Wood? Ah, please. In, in my life I have dated a lot of people. Oh. And to me, this sounds like a guy who is trying to do the thing where he creates a scenario where he wants out of the relationship, but he wants to force you to break up with him. Is everything outside of this moment good in your relationship? Uh, no. This It resulted with me crying in the parking lot and driving home, and I didn't go bar hopping. So, no, I don't think, I don't think this is working. Yeah. Yeah. Because this just sounds textbook. I went out of this relationship, but I'm a coward, so I can't have the tough conversation. So I'm going to just act like a complete douche, and then she'll break up with me. I, I've just seen it before. What yeah, in, in certain circles, they've talked about things yes. like this. Could that be a possibility? Because this just sounds so over-the-top ignorant. It, I, I don't think you're wrong. It, I, I don't know how somebody could be so careless like and it, it feels really intentional yeah like you could have gone to like you said the gas station and gotten me one of those chocolate roses <laughs> or created a card or made a, a spaghetti dinner like there were so many options and to intentionally not choose one seems really yeah it just it sucks oh we yeah that you, sucks you definitely had a horrible i i feel so bad for you so yeah, what what and, are you gonna do? Friends. What are you gonna do now? I know you're not gonna just let this slide. No, no. I ended up cursing and yelling and crying in the parking lot. I drove home and I have not answered any calls or texts. Good for you. Are you I, done with them? I have to be. This is crazy. I have to be. Yeah. yeah to, after like, two years, come on. Right. How old is he? Twenty six. Wow, and still acting like this? If he was like 21, wanted to go out drinking with his buddies, okay, I get it. 26, yeah, you're still young, but man, you can at least have some common dang sense. So you, are you think you're just done? Are you going to at least send him a message and be like, hey, I can't get over what you did for me, didn't do for me for Valentine's Day. This is over. Yeah, I don't want to ghost because I feel like that's awful, but I, I'm just going to send a text and be like, this is not, it, it's just so... It's cool.
Usually I'd say breaking up with somebody over text is bad look, but uh, honestly, his dude well, has it coming. Can I, I think say it's something, fine. though? Make him have an awkward conversation with you now. If you've already made up your mind, don't let him off the hook easy. Make him talk to you and go through what he was trying to avoid in the first place. Okay. you got to be a little bit, bad idea. you got to be a little bit vindictive on this one. Should I do it in a restaurant? No, 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 no. Don't make a scene, but make him have an awkward conversation with you because yeah. he's getting off too easy this way. You know, Clisha, you text a show all the time. You, you seem like a fantastic person. You deserve better. So, you know, I, I don't know this other guy, but to hell with him. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Okay. Well, okay, I'll have the hard conversation. Here's looking to better days ahead, Oof. Clarissa. Only up from here. Thank you. Kelly All right, so if you're just tuning in, we talked to Clarissa just a second ago who said she had the absolute worst Valentine's ever. Got all ready to go out with her boyfriend. He wanted to take her out drinking with his friends. And man alive, uh, people are texting in, no, he's got to go. Uh, yeah. I, I can't read some of these. That's just profane. <laughs> hey, you're not alone from other females texting in. says, no, hey, keep your head up on this one. Keep that or kick that blank to the curb. What a complete, I can't, I can't say a lot of that stuff. Uh, Brian says, thank God I married a... Lady who hates Valentine's Day as much as I do. So uh, other ones as well. Other people saying it like, hey, look, my wedding is or my husband would have done something similar. So maybe wait them out a little bit. Because after all, all, us guys do make a lot of mistakes. Yes, we do. Speaking of mistakes, this woman on hold says that her Valentine's Day from a few years ago takes the cake. What happened? My worst one might have been from... My ex-husband, who never, ever, ever, ever brought me anything, but, like, maybe, um, I think the only thing he ever brought me was, like, stuff he stole, and I'm not joking, that's how bad he was. He brought me home some wicker furniture on Valentine's Day. I remember this so much. Hold on one second. I just want to be clear. You said wicker furniture, correct? It was, um, uh, like, outside furniture. Okay, and what was what kind of wicker furniture was it? And um, it was the chair and like the love seat. Oh. And I was like, I fell in love with it. And I'm reading through the paper. It sounds nice. Yeah. Like two days later, and there's an ad in the paper saying, whoever stole our wicker furniture, <laughs> please bring it back. <laughs> Identifying marks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not laughing at you. Wait, uh, this is your ex. We're so laughing at the ex. Totally laughing at the ex. Oh, my. So there was marks on the furniture that proved it was Whoa. stolen? It had, like, uh, some kind of trade mark on the bottom of it that they had had it made. <laughs> and that's what I had in my living room. <laughs> oh, and in the living room. <laughs> Holy cow. Wicker furniture's nice. Uh, yes. I mean, it's a lot of weaving and whatnot. On the lanai, it's nice. <laughs> Stop it. Don't you dare. Wow. Well, that, I'm glad he's your ex. That yeah. takes the cake for the worst one I've ever heard Maybe. in my life. Congratulations. Even Clarissa feels good about yeah. herself now. Kelly and Woods, small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Park River, North Dakota, population 1,424. And part of that old population was William Rockefeller Sr., father of John D. Rockefeller, one of the early richest men in history. Sounds like Park River has a very rich history. I see what you did. And that's why they get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. 
making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Minnesota. The bold north. No, well, yes. To Nord. But we're headed to Fairbow County. Minnesota, to be exact. That's where we have our gentleman, Jesse Frey. Now, Frey's been hanging out. In fact, he was hanging out at a bar doing a little bit of drinking. Nothing wrong with that. But he and his friend decided, you know what? It's time to shut her down. It's the end of the night. And Frey says, I'll see you later. I'm going to drive on out of here. Uh-oh. His friend said, no, we don't do that. That's not cool. And his friend was 100% right. Mm-hmm. In fact, when Frey got in the car and started to crank it up his friend said hey don't make me do this but if you keep doing that i'm gonna have to intervene here sure enough he did that's when his friend reached across and tried to pull the keys out of the ignition that's when the altercation kicked off between the two and frey leaned over and bit the top of his friend's ear completely off. Oh, man. He didn't even give him a warning shot. He never go full Tyson at that point. <laughs> As you can imagine, the friend probably said, to hell with this. And, well, Frey drove off. And his friend called 911. When authorities got there, sure enough, there was a mutilated and partially missing ear attached to the guy's head. But no car. Well... Wouldn't you know it? Someone then called in and says, hey, by the way, there's a car wrecked over here nearby. And when they got there, officers noticed that there was leaking fluids, damage to the side of the car, and also a shrub sticking out from underneath. <laughs> That's because he had driven slapped through a roundabout. Oh, man. Right through the center, huh? As you can imagine, he appeared intoxicated and smelled of alcohol. He did a fuse of breathalyzer at the scene. And he was taken to jail. Have you ever seen those videos where like someone will go into a roundabout at full speed and, and just launch and just jump the center of it? It's quite majestic <laughs> if it wasn't so dangerous. There was a there's a show that I watch on uh, YouTube sometimes. It's called uh, what is it called? Uh, undercover camping. Mm-hmm. And a dude one time camped in a roundabout. Like he spent the whole night on a like in a roundabout. Okay. Should we give this? Should we give this? Glad one? we brought that up. <laughs> For everyone. Hey, check it out. Undercover camping. Ah. Undercover camping, I said. Yeah. All right. So let's give this one a score. Come on. For, sit at a bar having drinks. Nothing wrong with that. No. Hopping behind the wheel after drinks. Trashy. Trashy. That's going to get you 200 points right out the gate on that one. Biting someone's ear off who's trying to get you to do the right thing. Trashy, trashy. Man, that's trashy. Mm-hmm. 175 on that right there. Uh, driving right smooth through the center of a roundabout. That's trashy. Oh, yeah. I was gonna get, I'll tack another 200 on. This guy deserves it. Hammer down. And uh, obviously he was drunk. That's 75. He was arrested. Mm-hmm. That's 75 points. There it is. Is that it? That's the point. That's all I'm missing. Okay. Well, you know what? It was a quick story, but man, it packed a wallop. Come on. And here it is. Your score today. Our roundabout driving gentleman earns himself a whopping... A respectable 725 point trash. Kelly and Wood. As I said earlier, we've been struggling to find something to drop into this spot of the show because we need something mm-hmm. to eat up some time. Now, moving forward, I would love to have any sort of, you know, if you want to text in an idea of like a topic for this here, okay. I'd love it. Awesome. We're going to go as fast as we can here. All right. And we're going to go until we can't name anything anymore. You hesitate, you're out. What? Right? Like a little round robin? For instance, if I said name a soda. 
I would start off Coke. Kelly. Or, orange Crush. Perfect. Oops, I right, probably stop turning my mic on. You, you just, you're saying to me, I'm winning all the time, you're turning my mic on. Pepsi. So, and then we just go around until you A, forgot one, B, said the, another one that was already said, or C, get one completely wrong. So it's a game of categories like in the drinking game you play. Pretty much. Okay. okay. All right. This makes me nervous. And I we're do gonna like, keep, We're going to keep track on who's good at this. I do I'm like amazing. that there's no chiming in, though. <clears throat> That's nice. But you got to go fast. No hesitation here, okay? No animal sounds? No. All right. All right. So here, let me let me do some game show music for this. You stepped to me earlier. I'm going to show my strength in this. All right. <laughs> We're going to go with state capitals. Oh, oh man. Come on. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, you, you, yeah, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. All right. All right. Here we go. I will start it off. St. Paul. Bismarck. Pier. Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do well under pressure. I literally did three last hour. I know. I, I, I'm done, right? All right, so you're out. I hesitated. Like, what is the what is the rule on the hesitation? Uh, long enough that you know. All right. I, you, know. Hey, you gave up. Yeah, I, I did. You gave up. You're absolutely right. right. Brian Riley. Tallahassee. Austin. Santa Fe. Salt Lake City. Sacramento. Albany. Uh, that one state that has a cap. I don't know. <laughs> Wood goes, I'm the best at capitals. He makes up the game and he then chooses the topic. A, I didn't even get is, to Montpelier, Springfield. What state is Montpelier? Those are the same Vermont. two. Those are the okay. same two that you said last. But time. I had them ready to go. Right. I'd have popped him out like that, baby. That was like stupid. That. Well, so here's the deal. If you're doesn't feel good to lose, does it, Brian Riley? You're not used to it. Not the guy that set up the game to win for himself. So here's where the listener can help us. Text in something. Okay. It could be country artists, could be car manufacturers, whatever. Text in and we'll keep a list. So tomorrow, when we play, when we set this game up, we'll say if you have a topic, we need a name for it though. Round Robin. Round Robin. I mean, that's essentially what it is. I think categories. So. That's dumb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll do. Uh, Might we'll, put your name up there. We'll call it Round Robin and we'll set it up tomorrow and we'll ask for texts about, all right, what should the topic be? And that way, hey, look. Hey, I want to know. I ended at the perfect time. That Tell Brian be. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Okay. From Becca. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> mm. All right. So tomorrow, we'll do it again. Another round, game of round robin. And if this game doesn't work, we'll ditch it like everything else we've done. That's what we do. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. All right. Have you guys ever heard of a bird called the Swift? No. <laughs> Of, the, of, your, of your many bird knowledges, do you know about the swift? Now, being fair, I'm not a huge fan of birds. The okay. flying rats. Okay, no, they're not. <laughs> Pretty sure they are. You tell that to an eagle as he claws your face that's to death. That's freedom. Yeah. Now watch yourself. Again, that's not a bird. Catch that's a t- an eagle. Wouldn't a flying rat be a bat? Yes. A yep. bird, bird That fits rat. in, too. Bat. Okay, go ahead. So, sometimes, Wood. <laughs> it just... God dang, how have you made it to 41 years old? Just saying. <laughs> I want to tell you about the common swift. The common swift is a bird species that holds the records for the longest uninterrupted flight. In 2016, they measured this, and guess how long this bird went without landing? I'm going to guess like two days. Two days. All right, Brian Riley, take a guess. Two weeks. Two weeks. All right, being pretty generous there. That's stupid. You're both wrong. Yeah. This bird went 10 months without landing. Ow. And it's common with the common swift. They eat, drink, sleep, even mate whilst airborne. They do everything while airborne. 
Now, can I ask a question without you getting upset? Because you get mad when I ask well, questions. when you say dumb things. How do you track a bird for 10 months? You put a little radio thing on it or something like that. Or- so you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm giving you a, an educated guess. You put some sort of band on it or something like that. And then, you know, if the bird ever stops, you know that it's not flying anymore. Okay. So this bird was moving for 10 months straight. It didn't land. Now, how does it... It eats insects. That's how it's able to fly. That and makes sense. To eat at the same time. Mm-hmm. How it drinks, I don't know. Maybe it looks for a rainstorm or something like that. <laughs> just opens up its beak and just doubles down through a rainstorm. Again, you can just say, you know... <laughs> <laughs> It's just a mouthful of water. <laughs> you don't know. The mating, the mating part sounds glorious. I just looked. It's <laughs> a mating. small bird, so I guess it doesn't need much. Couple drops of rain. Yeah. Dance so. to the raindrops with me. So anyway, and then they also mate while doing all this while airborne. That's pretty amazing, man. Ten months without landing. That's incredible. Are those the annoying birds that are by... Do they, are they in like Minnesota? I, I don't know. I'm quickly like, no, these apparently birds I get, are like. I, I've given you all the knowledge I have these on the look common like swallows. That, you ever had a swallow near you? Those things are annoying as hell. They are. They, they are come super. swooping in at your face, and then you, you, they just get mad because you're near their nest. We used to have a bunch of crows at the end of our street, <laughs> and they would they would dive bomb you constantly. Well, they remember you. Right. Like there's, dude, they, they hold a grudge, right? I, wouldn't, I don't mess with crows. Those are people's souls. Did like, you know no, there's crow hunting? In the world. Ugh. Yeah. So you can really eat you, crow. Like, my girlfriend's dad was like, oh, yeah, it's crow hunting this week. And he lives out in Wisconsin. And he's like, oh, yeah, we can go crow hunting. I'm like, ah. No. That sounds like a bad omen. No, dude. <laughs> not, I will not be joining on that. That's people's souls, man. Yeah, I'm I, out. That's bad Mugumbo. Yeah. Flying rat. People's souls. Manwood. I'm right. <laughs> you just thought a, a bird drank a cloud. <laughs> if you fly through a cr- cloud, it's wet. <laughs> <laughs> It's wet in there. <laughs> How do they drink the water again? They just open up their mouth and... D- <laughs> Stop it. Not that kind of show. <laughs> Come on. I don't believe any of this. Oh, boy. Well, you're going to have to believe it because I gave it to you as facts. And that's all there is to it. No more research is needed on this one. And now you have learned do, do begin. about the common swift <laughs> that can stay airborne for 10 days. Maybe you found this interesting. Maybe you didn't find it interesting. Doesn't matter to me. I liked it. And sometimes I had to say, <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track, our very first break from 5.40 in the morning. We tack it on to the end of the podcast. Today we found out, do you have to be a veteran to drink at a VFW? Yeah, and we also found out that Kelly Jordan has no hand in his relationship. (laughs) I go, I'm like a leaf in the river, my friend. I go where it takes me. Uh, You'll hear about it all right now in the bonus track, our first break from 5.40. Kelly and Wood. Rachel texted it in this morning. We may need the, and I'm not even going to say it, because if I say it three times, it'll instantly start to pull (laughs) The Minnesota Shuffle was in full effect yesterday and this morning, man. It sucks out there. I was racing to get to work. I was watching the thermometer on the dash. I was like, I got to get there before it drops below 32. It hit like 32 inches. (laughs) I'm not, I take no chances, boy. Now, I did get a call this morning. Sartell's two hours late. I'm assuming some other ones are going to. You can always go to wildcountry99.com, check the Andy's towing, you know, delays and canceled. Andy's towing. Yeah. They'll get you going. And if you end up in a ditch. Call Andy's towing. Probably a pretty good call out there. Yeah. John, I'm out here doing the Minnesota Shuffle. I, yeah. Well, come on, then. You need the right music. That's what you guys get. Come on, Wood. It's icy everywhere right now in Minnesota. But don't worry. You're going to be just fine. Let's go. 
Winter time up in the bold north, but we can't stop moving. Gotta keep it back and forth to the job, to the house, to the grocery store. You got places to be and you can't be sore, but there's ice on the ground, ice in the streets. There's ice everywhere in big old sheets, so you gotta be careful. You don't wanna struggle. Slow on down and do the Minnesota shuffle. Shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice. When I was a kid, I didn't know what to do. I would run real crazy and crack my tooth. A busted elbow or a bruised butt cheek. I was from Minnesota, didn't matter to me. No one told me that there was a better way to get around on these icy days. They say, Kelly, slow down. You don't want to struggle. You want to break it down and do the Minnesota shuffle. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice. So now you know what to do this winter. Not to bust your butt and to be a winner. People from out of town will think it's great on these long cold winters in the state of lakes. They'll say, how do you even walk in this icy cold? We'll say, man, we do something a little more bold. We don't fall down and we don't struggle. We just break it on down and do that Minnesota shuffle. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that. Shuffle on that. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Oh, well, great. Who would have known? Jen, I love this song. Sievert, let's go, Kelly, the Minnesota Shuffle. Marlene, I thought of this song many times last night, too. It's on the, it's like on our podcast somewhere. It's like 30 episodes ago or something like that. It's, it's, I should, maybe I should repost it like every week. You know, honestly, anytime it's like icy out when you come in in the morning, you should just put up that video that you took against the law (laughs) of me. Again, I, that's either liable or slander. I don't know which one. Mike Bryan and I will sue you for both. Look, dude, you had the Minnesota shuffle down to a perfection because you weren't even bending your knees. Like you're just like, what's well, the way to do it, Jamie? <laughs> Minnesota shuffle, hell yeah! Thank you so much hell for Megan. Yeah. Made my day, Jason. Great. That's gonna be in my head all day. Shuffle on that ice. Good luck. All right. You'll be doing the whole Kelly where you just repeat the same thing over oh, and over all I'm day. I'm sorry. You know what today's was? I got my head out the sunroof. <laughs> Is that Post Malone? No, I forget the name of that group. That's why big, my kids like that song, It too. was a big song over the summer, but... I can't stop singing the new Morgan Wallen stuff. I, I don't really know much of it. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm on Taylor Swift. I'm a Swifty right now. You and my daughter. You, my, and, you have the same music choices as my children. Yeah, it keeps me young. I, apparently. <laughs> Anywho, welcome to this post-Valentine's Day morning. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day. And uh, did you do anything last night? No, my wife worked. Okay. So, you know, we had a couple errands to run yesterday with the kid, my son. So, took him back to school. And then I took her to lunch. All right. And we literally just went and uh, grabbed, uh, we went to Culver's. Why not? Nothing wrong with it, man. Hell no, I love Culver's. And it sucks. So, she had to work all night last night. So, she went and worked. I stayed at home with the kids. You sent me a text yesterday that was confusing. You said. Oh, I, I, I just, I have a question. Well, it was very, I was like, huh? Now, in the South, where I was, so I was born and raised in Ohio for 14 years. In the South for 14 years. I've been up here for almost 14 years. Matt doesn't check out on that, but it's okay. It's about time for you to move again. Probably. (laughs) And so my question is, up here, there's legions and VAs. Mm Mm-hmm. And VFWs. Right. Uh, Yeah, not not VAs. VFWs. Right. A VA will be the veterans of, uh, yeah. I can't go into VFWs, right? And I don't think I, I can go into the legions. I'm pretty sure you can. 
Now, what my, is, this, VFW stands for Veterans of Foreign Wars, right? So this is my understanding. VFWs are only for veterans. Well, why? And uh, legions are like Moose Lodge clubs where I have to be inducted and would get like a fez hat. See, now, the, uh, where I grew up in North Minneapolis, Robbinsdale was right next to us. There was a Robbinsdale American Legion. And when I first started my first DJ company when I was 18, mm-hmm. called Mind Over Music Production. <laughs> Slow down, everyone. Single file line, please. Copyright. Copyright pending. Um, we used to throw parties at the American Legion to make money to buy more DJ equipment. Okay. We would do like raffles and stuff there, and they would let us rent it out. And it was, and I've, I used to DJ a lot of weddings at American Legions, like way, way back in the day. So I don't know if you need... But your dad was a veteran. So you're probably granted in. I don't know if it works that way or not. Because like I'm, stu- I'm not even going to call you out on this because I don't know the truth. Like all those stupid commercials with Rob Gronkowski about USAA, right? USAA. Like you can get that if you're like the child of a veteran. Okay. But you can't, I don't think you can do it. Like I can't do it because like my grandfather served. I don't think I can get that. Okay. I, dude, I have absolutely no clue. People, people now texting in. Yes, Wood, you can actually go into both. Wood, you can go into a VFW. Yes, Wood, I do it all the time up north. Tabitha from Grand Forks says, I was in North Dakota thinking about the Minnesota shuffle. Stop! <laughs> you can't escape it. Well, Most VFWs, you can go in them now. It used to be only members, okay. but that changed. Well, I was going to say, as, as we unfortunately reach a time where a lot of veterans of foreign wars are passing away... They probably would be like, "Hey, yeah, come on in," you know, so they can stay going. They can, they need the money because my but, bi- my biggest fear is going in and being stopped at the door and saying, "Hey, no." Well, they're <laughs> stolen valor <laughs> and you know, pistol whipping me. Well, there's a there's a radio show I listen to out of Minneapolis, and one of the hosts on there always talks about going to his local VFW, and he's not a he's not a veteran. Okay, he's like my age, so I know he's not. A- and that was the thing. Like, I, I I don't want to risk it. You know, I don't want to walk in like there with my disrespectful. Family. Well, that, that's yeah. it. Like, I don't want to be a poseur, if you will. Right. I don't want to be. I, I don't want to act like that. Uh, Vicky texts in. You can go into a legion or a VFW and patronize the business. You don't have to be a member. It's not like a secret society to become. Well, that's <laughs> that, what I was wondering about. I always thought that American Legion was when I would pass it every day. I was like, that's got. There's got to be some wild Illuminati stuff going on in there. Uh, they, but they do have something called the Son of the American Legion. So did, well, now I'm interested. Is that well, like the back room? What's the difference? See, I don't know. Did you uh, have to be in the American Legion? Moose and Eagles are members of those. Okay. So maybe there's like an actual like club inside of it? You would. If you go in, you're helping support them. Uh, typically, the Legion and VFW are open to the public. There are still members that run the organization and business. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And I'll, I, you know, Janelle's like, "Hey, by the way, it's for everyone, and it does help support veterans." That's what I'm saying. I think that they would want the want the more money, the better. And if that's true, then I even feel better about doing it. You know, what I'm saying, like, if the money's going towards veterans and stuff, then doesn't, hell yeah. Doesn't Brian Riley, who helps us out in the morning, doesn't he bartend like part time at a yeah, VFW or something like that? He works there. Like he's the right. help. He's not a you know a veteran. He's helping the veterans by working. Right. So you know if you're a child of a veteran, like a son or a daughter of the I, American, I don't Legion. know if Brian wanted me putting that out. Ah, the I don't know for his business. Out he's like not that. here yet. He's no. not. He's not up yet. No. He's so well, now you know when the next time you and I think that some of the best probably small town drinking and I could be wrong on this is probably done at the VFW or a good burger. I bet that yeah, I bet that's where everyone kind of gathers in that town cuz it seems like boy, small town USA. I'll say it seems like every small town in the world has a VFW. I bet you the small town salute would do great in there. I bet it would. Anybody heard the small town salute? <laughs> All right, you got 30 seconds. Here we go. Hey, isn't that wagon who just do a bunch of DJ songs here? <laughs> 
Yeah, it was like Mind Over something. <laughs> Mind Over Music Productions. That was the name of my first DJ company. Shuffle on that ice out of here, kid. We used to DJ weddings. There was three of us. My friend Brian, who you've met, mm-hmm. and my other friend Kevin. And we all three of us would go out and DJ a wedding for $300. So we'd give up an entire Saturday and walk away with a hundred bucks. I think twenty five each had to go back to the business, and then we all got seventy five dollars. What a waste of time that was! Yeah, but you were having fun. The, the memories are are awesome, and that's what matters, right? And the name Mind Over Music, I came up with that. I can't so. believe it didn't take off. <laughs> on I came alone. <laughs> I got a baseball hat with Mind Over Music Productions on it. You know, marketing yeah. stuff. They suck, but man, the name. <laughs> Just hear the name. We we probably had 500 lights that we would bring to a wedding. I, I don't know how many wedding, wedding photos we ruined with our light show. <laughs> just all squinting in them. Well, they were big. They were ugly. They were bright. It was just, it was ugly as hell. And we would start every dance with like, we would fog up the room and like do a light show. <laughs> Who wants that at a wedding? Bunch of morons. But we were all like, matter. we were all like club kids. So we wanted to like recreate the club experience at your wedding. But uh, why? <laughs> nothing says look, I do. Look at our lights. <laughs> like vanilla ice hammer dancing. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, entertaining last night, obviously Valentine's Day. Yes. Valentine's Day. And uh, it was, this is like, you know, my, my wife's mom recently passed away, if you don't know. Uh, she passed away. A week not ago. E- not, yeah, almost yeah. a week ago now. And uh, so it's, it was a really funky Valentine's Day because, you know, it just... Hearts are heavy. Right. Hearts are heavy. My wife didn't have time to go above and beyond like she normally does. I was surprised she was actually happy with the gifts that I got her. I texted you yesterday. I said, dude, I have a stress headache over Valentine's Day. Which is absurd. Because I have let her down so many times and she don't hide it. Mm-hmm. She lets me know when I let her down. And yesterday she liked it. I got her some slippers. I got her some Lindor chocolates that she likes, and I got her some Dots cinnamon sugar pretzels. She's your queen to be. <laughs> and she was more happy with these gifts because it's all things that she likes than when I drop a bunch of money. But I said, hey, we didn't really make plans for dinner because we didn't know when she was coming home from Houston. So I said, look, let's, let's go get dinner tonight. What we'll do is we'll drop the kids off at play rehearsal. We got three hours to ourselves. Plenty of time. Nice and early. We can beat the Valentine's Day crowds. And go have a nice dinner with each other. A reasonably nice dinner. Mm -hmm. We weren't going to go crazy. Well, you you are still Kelly Jordan after all. (laughs) That's right. So I was like, cool, we'll beat the Valentine's rush because they dropped the kids off so early. We pick a restaurant, Brick and Bourbon, one of my favorites. Love that place. I was like, awesome. They got great Brussels sprouts there. Let's go. Yeah. As we pull up to Brick and Bourbon, Mm -hmm. she goes, ooh, sushi. Okay. You're, you're starting to be, I'm starting to get a little tense now because now you're putting us a little bit later. Called a last second audible. Pretty soon we're going to have to deal with the Valentine's crowds. Mm-hmm. Fine. There's a sushi place right, I, I can see it. All you can eat sushi. I can see the sign from where I'm at. An acceptable audible, by the way. Right. Fine. You want sushi, babe? Daddy's going to give you sushi. As long as we don't have to move the car, that's fine. No, we still had to move the car, but very minimal. Eh, I'm still teetering then. She goes, I don't know if I want all you can eat sushi. Why? I if don't some know. sushi's good. And we've eaten at this place before. All you can eat sushi's great. Right. But I think because we're good for about three rolls, and then we're, we're stuffed. Okay. Right. I, I know what... Look, this is me and you talking. Uh, Everything makes sense when you and I talk. because well, I'm smart. Everything's... So, well, <laughs> we're at the same level of dumbness, but everything is so clear when you and I talk. True. So I go, all right, fine. Where would you like to have sushi, babe? Uh, well, it's about 10 minutes from here. 
Okay, we're starting to get close to a little after six now. You know what's going to happen at six? Everybody's going to think that they're beating the the rush, and that's the rush. And then that becomes the rush. We get to the sushi place. My wife picks, God love her, mm-hmm. a sushi place that's the size of a broom closet. And there's people standing outside in the rain, in the door. So we pull up, and I go, ugh. She goes, what? I'm like, you had to pick this place. Like, I don't want to go stand in the rain and wait for sushi. Yeah. It's freezing cold outside. Fine. We'll go back to Brick and Bourbon. No, we won't. <laughs> I, 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 and look, my wife has battled cancer. Mm-hmm. She just lost her mom, who she was so close with. I am trying to have the patience of an oyster with her. Slowly building a pearl inside. I call Brick and Bourbon. Well, we now have a 90-minute wait. Mm-hmm. Babe, we don't have 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. We got to get the kids from play rehearsal at 8.30. Now what? So we go to another restaurant. All I'm doing now is looking for restaurants that have empty parking lots at this point. I don't care about the quality of food. I don't care what kind of restaurant it is. Health score's a solid C-. minus. Don't even care. Right. Just give me, give me a plate of food on this Valentine's Day. The side of botulism. So we can get this over with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, went from, it went from like, hey, let's, let's have this nice Valentine's dinner to let's get this over with because now we got to go pick up the kids because the Audible screwed us. What fast food restaurant did you guys finally land upon? It wasn't fast food. It's okay. Okay. Kind of, it's it's like a uh, it's kind of I don't even know, I've never heard of it before. It's called like Redbone or something. Like that. Neither did anyone else. <laughs> Maybe Redbone wasn't right, but it was something like that. And it was decent. Salmon was as dry as a, a piece of sandpaper, but they had good Brussels sprouts. So yeah. I got I got my Brussels sprouts. I can't imagine there's another human being who's like yeah. Brussels sprouts. Well, that's because you eat disgusting food ninety nine percent of the time. Did you know Brussels sprouts grow on a stalk? Great. Have you ever seen like a Brussels sprout like tree almost? No. Why do I care? It's weird. Again, the level of hunger that must have gone through the first person to eat that. Have you seen a potato farm? Have you been on a potato farm? But but I know where potatoes grow underground. Right. That's worse. They're all dirty and stuff. Like when pineapples grow on the ground. You would think with the word apple, it'd be in the tree. Yeah. Pineapples are on the ground. Okay. That messed me up. All right. <laughs> so anyway, we got to have dinner, and uh, it was delicious. <laughs> I, the, the problem with all of that is, is your wife knows that you'll never snap. Oh, you're right. I don't. I, I internalize it, which is why I'll probably be dead by the age of 55. Again, love my wife, but she knows that if I start to falter, I'm much like a mine. I'll explode and take everyone else around around right. me. Yeah, you don't care about the collateral damage. Why should I? Because I'm going out. I'm going to take as many of y'all as I can. Here's the thing. My wife, being of Mexican descent... Correct. ...is a very passionate person who mm-hmm. runs pretty hot. For her. Right. And so, if I cross her, it's going to be a bad night. But see, here's the deal. She won't get over it. She has the opposite relationship that you that I have with my wife. Right. She's the mine. Yes. That you're constantly tiptoeing, tiptoeing around. around. Right. I don't want to trip the wire. As the mine in the relationship, it's actually pretty nice. Because you know that, you know what, Because hey. he gets you away all the time. Exactly. And then my wife had the audacity to say to me, well, just pick a place. I'm like, I picked two oh. that got shot down. Well, I'm not picky. I was like, 
Let Incorrecto. Me, let me out of this car. In your own language, incorrecto mundo. I'm walking to Denny's. I'm getting moons over my hammy. You're welcome to join if you want. There you go. I, God love you. Yeah, I, I, but I'm trying to have so much patience with her because she's been through so much. And that's fair. I understand but that. But dang it, that doesn't give you carte blanche. But I think after a week, you can kind of get back to a normal, hey, lock it up. <laughs> well, it hasn't been a week yet. So. Okay. So I got was, a couple more days left. I was just like, oh my gosh. And, and that's so typical of our lives. We, we plan something that should be light and breezy. Someone screws it up towards the end. And then the whole thing is napalmed at that point. I'm going to do a little exercise with you here real quick. Yes. Tell me no. No. How'd it feel? <laughs> well, damn How'd it feel? Good. Well, you didn't ask me a question, though. Well, it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> no. Matt, you got to do... No. No. <laughs> Don't even know what I'm saying. Like, and that, my, like, my wife and I got in a little bit of an argument. My wife, God love her, is a mega planner. Yeah, mega she planner. Is. She knows things that are going to happen in three weeks. When we went to the Dells, she handled the whole thing. I, on the other hand... I'm very short term. I literally am what's going on this week. And this happens to us at work here all the time, right? Tara Trout, who is in charge of all the promotions for this entire company. Right. All the time. She knows where everyone's going to be at all times. She's amazing that way. And she will come up and say, Wood, can you be at this event? Whatever it is. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Because it's four months away. What do I care? Right. It's a 50-50 shot if I'm alive. And then you forget about it. And then you're like, oh, crap. (laughs) Then she comes up to me the Friday before. Hey, reminder, you have to be at such and such. What? <laughs> Who told you that? You're talking crazy. And it's the same thing that happens with my wife. I said, "What? You do you work tomorrow?" Yes, I told you. When'd you tell me? Three weeks ago when I agreed to. Uh uh-uh, uh That's no. not fair. She she knows that I am like a I have a mental blackboard, right? And I have this week on it. Nothing else matters, right? And honestly, she's kind of gotten around to understanding like that's how I operate. Yeah, and it's good because she's long term. I'm short term. And that's how it goes in our life. She's a little bit country. You're a little bit rock and roll. It's what makes it work. Yeah. That and my uncontrollable rage at just (laughs) (laughs) inconsequential things. (laughs) Just keeping everybody on their toes. (laughs) Well, Wood, we should probably do history. I appreciate you letting me get that off my chest. I'm glad. Uh, Hey, at the end of the day, you guys had a nice time. We did, actually. Once once everyone calmed the heck down. Mm -hmm. Because I was hot. I was upset. But you, you, you internalize your rage so well. Oh, like, all the time. I know when you're getting mad, I'm like, eh, it's not good the way you think about yeah, it. Yeah, you have no, because you don't care. Yeah. You don't care about me, and that's fine. Well, anyway, you just got to snap one good time. Everyone's got, hey, whoa, that guy's on, that guy's on I balance. Sna- if I snap, you would laugh your butt off at me. That's true. Because my voice would get all high. Should <laughs> be a quick, fresh Stop one. Stop it! Who are you talking to? Stop like? it! <laughs> all right, let's do some history, Come man. On. Come on. Uh, it was on this day, all the way back in, uh, whoops, what's going on here? Uh, okay. Nailed it. Shoot. We're not going to be able to use that clip if you want to, because I had something playing in the background. Well, that's fine. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, it was on this day, all the way in 1758. Pardon me. Would you have any gray poupon? Ooh. Mustard was first advertised for sale in America back in 1758. You mustard guy or no? Oh, hell yeah. I'm mustard over ketchup all day, every day. I don't even put I don't even put ketchup on my hot dogs anymore. I didn't, and then I started just like literally a couple months ago because of my kids. Yeah, yeah. I got. Yeah, I'm back on. I used to like ketchup, and then I stopped. It just like that. I didn't like it anymore. What is it? They say your taste buds change every seven years. Yeah, like every seven years you have a shift in taste. That's probably why I like Brussels sprouts now. Could be, but I I like certain ketchups. I'm a big brown guy, uh, mustard guy, or like a stone mustard. Oh yeah, if it's good. Well, that's the thing. Grey Poupon 
I used to, honest to God, because of the commercials, think that that was rich people mustard. We're not allowed to have that. Oh, yeah. And then when I finally grew up and got my own job, so I'm buying a thing of Grey Poupon. I'm going to put that on a sandwich. That was it. It was over. And Grey Poupon's not that good, by the way. It's okay. It's got too much tang for my taste. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But... Uh, yeah, all right, cool. Uh, it was on this day in 1955. But square, cut, or pear shape, these rocks don't lose their shape. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. On this day in 1955, fake diamonds were first created. The QZs, man. Yeah, man. I didn't know that was all the way back in 1955. I bet you those did not look very good, though. Probably not then. Now you can't tell. Like lab-grown diamonds. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Because that's technically a real diamond. Supposedly, they just like speed everything up. Right. It's just not hard to harvest it from the earth. Which, by the way... Again, from my limited understanding of what goes on in like diamond mines, yeah, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't care either way. I doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I, you couldn't. I honestly, I don't even know like what birthstones are which. Like, I know like three birthstones, and I don't it. even know that. The rest of them, I'm like, I don't know. That's a pink one. <laughs> no, fine. I've always wanted to get my wife though, a, like a like a birthstone necklace or something mm-hmm. like that for the kids, and I always think about it like the day before. Mother's Day, and I'm like, shoot, I wonder if they can slap a couple rocks and a necklace for me. What's today. her birthstone? I don't know. She's March 29th. What is that? Diamond? Maybe I, hers is diamond. Andrews is amethyst. Or I think I'm saying that wrong. That's a nice cheap stone. Boy, she really knew who she was marrying. Bingo. Like, I'll get you your birthstone, babe. Another one of the kids is like garnet, and then I don't know what the hell the other one is. All right. They're all over the place. Uh, on this day, all the way back in 1992. Frankly, I want a death for myself. This was a case to tell the world. That I did what I did not for reasons of hate. I hated no one. I knew I was sick or evil or both. Now I believe I was sick. Serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer was sentenced in Milwaukee to life in prison. Now he's dead, right? Oh, he got got. Okay. Yeah. He got killed in prison. Yeah. By prisoners. And from what I understand, it was pretty pretty gruesome. Pretty too. savage. Yeah. Now, but, some, oh, well. Yeah. I mean, nothing compared to the hell that he... Uh, brought to the world i never watched that Dahmer on netflix just because so many people are like dude it's really unsettling i it was my wife was watching it and i couldn't do it i was like oh this is it's one of those shows that makes you feel uneasy the entire time you're watching it we started talking we talked about this a little bit on monday i started watching the last of us on hbo right phenomenal and in fact that first episode is so good it is so unsettling to how everyone reacts when like a pandemic breaks out yeah it was, it was honestly, for me, it was hard to watch. They I hit was a little like, too close to home? Oh, my God. I was like, I can, because you kind of put yourself in the shoes of the character, because that's what you do. And I was, this is uncomfortable to watch, but it is really, really good. That Unsettling is all get out. All right. Well, if I ever have a free second of my day, I, that's on the list. Try it out, man. To that, watch. That's heavy. Uh, let's do a few birthdays, shall we, my friend? Please, please. I'm celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> Matt Groening, who created The Simpsons, is celebrating his birthday today. Now, he hasn't had anything to do with The Simpsons in a very long time. He's got to be up there. He doesn't even. He says he doesn't even like The Simpsons anymore. Uh, he's got to be 70. I'm going to 70 even. 70 even? You are absolutely close, my friend. He is the ripe old age of 69 today. By the way, I got to retire the 69 thing. Yeah. Pete Davidson did it at the uh, Pro Bowl, and I was like, uh, no. Well, I'm never doing it again. Well, now you see that's not funny. It was funny until he did it. Uh, no. He ruined it. It wasn't ever funny, and I used to tell you that. I'm like, dude, that's that's played out, and it's sophomoric. But I still got it right. 
Right. Yeah. No, okay, anyway. And then uh, also celebrating a birthday today. I just want to play this commercial. Once, during a difficult time in my life, my mom gave me some advice. That advice inspired my open hearts collection at K Jewelers. Open your heart. Jewelry store in America. You were right, mom. Keep your heart open and love will always find its Keep way. your heart open. Yes. I dated a girl that looked like Jane Seymour. Good for you. A young Jane Seymour. Is she still a good-looking gal now? still really good-looking. That's why I was like, whoa, she's that old. But yeah, I remember she managed a Victoria's Secret, the girl. that Not Jane Seymour, the girl I dated. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure Jane's past that. (laughs) Well, maybe in her early days. I don't know. Protect your heart. Do you know how old she is, Jane Seymour? I couldn't tell you. I'm 64. Now, she was also a Dr. Quinn medicine woman, wasn't she? I Jane Seymour? Yeah. So. I, she was in other works. I don't know what. Yeah, well, she, she was hilarious in uh, Wedding Crashers. That's right. As the mom in Wedding Crashers. She did such a good job in that. Uh, Jane Seymour is 72. Dang. I just can't even believe that. She looks like she's in her 50s still. Wow. Well, protect your heart. That's, a, that's the moisturizer. Yeah. Uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.